Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to my existential life crisis. This is a podcast about how pop culture helps me deal. I'm your host, Russell Heiss. And I'm your other host, Chastity Heiss. Welcome back. It's good to be back. I missed it. I know. It's been like three three episodes? Yeah, that I... Oh, yeah. No, two. No. Just, yeah, 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 just, just two. One. Mm-hmm. But it feels like it's been a while because yeah. we were out of town and yeah, so it's uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, well, uh, so Adam and I recorded an episode yesterday, so it does feel like, because uh, the, last, the last episode that we published was about music, that was with Adam, so yes. technically... According to release uh, times, you've only missed one. Right, right, right. It just feels like a lot longer. Yeah. So we we've been we were out of town. We went to Harry Potter World. Whoop whoop. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason we went to Universal Studios. Well, and I can't believe we haven't talked about this, but we obviously need to do a podcast about that trip. Harry Potter about that Harry trip? Potter World exclusively. Well, <laughs> at least yeah. Hi, pop culture. Come on. Yes, definitely. If Harry Potter is not pop culture, I don't know what is. How is that refreshing beverage over there? It sounds lovely. It's delicious. <laughs> okay, Becky. It's a White Claw. <laughs> I hate him endlessly about enjoying White Claws because I hate them. And I love seltzer. Ugh, gross. But, yep, you're going to call me Becky the rest of the episode? No, I won't. It's fine. Okay. Just once. Just had to get that. <laughs> if you keep slurping like that, I might. <laughs> um, you know, I guess we could talk about uh, Harry Potter world. Um, or we could talk about Harry Potter and the amazingness that was Harry Potter world as compared to the books and movies. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Okay, stay tuned, folks. Yes, exactly. Yes, all right. Well, <clears throat> uh, so... Yeah, so we were gone for a few weeks, and uh, well, not for a few weeks. We were gone for like four, or five days. Right. The chaos of flying kids makes it seem a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, so today's episode <clears throat> is actually a really fun one yes. that we just came up with yesterday. <laughs> totally, and I am super excited about this. Um, so our topic today is holiday movies. Yep. Uh, we are both big movie nerds and Mm -hmm. have um a very strong affinity to certain movies and as we've talked about before i have a strong dislike for certain movies yes uh we we are going to be introducing more of the stuff i like that my wife doesn't yeah that's fun and then we're going to talk about things i don't like Okay. Stuff, Stuff I don't like. I don't like. He says it in a certain tone with a certain look <laughs> on his face, and it cracks me up every time. Stuff. Really funny. Stuff. Stuff I don't like. Yes. Yeah. But today. Be like Peter Griffin's <laughs> What Grinds My Gears. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Peter Griffin. Speaking yeah. of things I dislike immensely. But anyway, yeah. today, today we're going to be talking about things that we both really like. And for those of you who don't know me uh, personally, I am a huge Christmas fan. I love the holidays. Um, I totally nerd out and get way into it. And my husband does too. Um, uh, yeah, I do. Well, in I different do. ways. Uh, yes. 
Yeah. I'm actually really glad we're talking about this mm -hmm. because there were a few things I wanted to talk about uh, at some point, and some of the stories in my, my childhood yes. really played well into this episode. Absolutely. I'm very will, excited about it. We will visit Germany amongst other topics, I'm sure, yes. in this talk. Okay, so... What do we want to start with? Do we want to start with our favorites from childhood? Do we want to start with our favorite holiday movies in general? Or, like, where do you want to go with this? But, well, so, I'm, I was thinking about this um, earlier. Ooh, White Claw burp. <laughs> um. Okay, Becky. There it is. <laughs> I was thinking about, like, going back earlier than that. Okay. Where... Um, you know, my earliest Christmas movie that I remember watching okay. was, um, where is it? it? It's probably a tie between Miracle on 34th Street and okay. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. And those were classics in our family. Right. So we had three growing up and I grew up in a fairly conservative home in terms of media exposure, yes, but fairly liberal in terms of how my parents kind of policed us in, in a way. Okay, I think I don't know, like it was a, a conservative home, but not like so much so. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Is is that particular part of my life? And um, you know how 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 it's affected me, but the, but 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 we're getting on topic. Uh, yes. Holiday movies. Uh, so we had we had our classics: uh, Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, and um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The, and then of course like your your classic cartoons with uh, Rudolph and Frosty and all of those. Yeah, I love those. I need to talk about Frosty in a moment. Okay, we'll talk about Frosty. But. The other one was uh, the Grinch, the oh, cartoon, yeah. Yeah, the Grinch, the cartoon. Right? original then, Grinch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so those were always like classics that were always like in the home all the time. Okay. Um, and I like I just have to talk about Frosty the Snowman for a minute. Okay, but wait before you do. So yeah. those are your classics or whatever that sure. you watched. Did yeah. you like those movies? Did you enjoy Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and It's a Wonderful Life? I don't recall. I think out of nostalgia. Okay. I think you and I tried to watch like yeah. It's a Wonderful Life, and we were like, "Wait, I hate them." I like that movie. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I know they're classics, but yeah. I don't enjoy either Miracle or um, It's a Wonderful Life. I, I don't, don't remember a single thing about Miracle. It's been probably years, twenty five, thirty years sure. since I've seen it. And I have seen them as a child, and um, but they just they don't hold. I know that they are classics, quote unquote classics, but they hold no significance to me, like in a personal way at all. Yeah. Frosty, Rudolph, um, those all of great. those. Yeah, those definitely. I think that's because that was what we watched. I think the, 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 the It's a Wonderful Life was what our parents grew up watching. Yeah, exactly. So is, therefore we watched it because that yeah. was nostalgic for them, but... You know, yeah. an interesting thing to think about is, you know, we want to share with our children the things that we loved. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I, I have to. Yes. I love it. Um, to, the, to, to, the, to the extent that it creates uh, little animosity between um, 
what I want to watch or share with kids versus what you are like, I oh, know they're, they're going to hate that. And I'm yes. like, how do we know? Well, and am I wrong? Only. <laughs> and this is my theory, and I'm pretty sure I'm right. Okay, let's hear this. This theory. discussion happens in front of the kids. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I bring up a topic, mm-hmm. a movie, mm-hmm. and you shoot it down. Yes. So you shoot it down in front of the kids. Yes, true. So it already tells that the kids, like, value your opinion greater than mine. Well, I don't think that that is true. I, I, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Okay, I don't think that's true in general. Okay. I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And let's, let's yeah. stay on topic. However, um, I n- know and relate to them on that level about movies and their interest more so. I feel like that is more powerful, um, than your, like, super super strong desire for them to love the things that you love and so frequently when we test out the theory when i shut my trap and i don't say anything and we start watching it we lose the kids quickly i don't think so i think we do okay so anyway 50 50. let's get back to we're we're in this like this is it so so i think that uh you know when when we, when my parents, the, the movies, this is all going somewhere. Yes. Okay. So I, I feel like the kids don't get a fair chance. And we've had this discussion. We don't, we don't feel, feel like the kids get a fair chance because there's one person that wants to introduce it to the other person's like, no, they're not going to like it. So it's already mm-hmm. kind of like a doubt placed. Sure. And frequently I say they don't want to watch it because I also don't either. I know. And I, I know. know that I like dislike it so much yeah. that, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm biased, and it yes. probably does unduly influence the children. I will give you that. Okay, thank you. Yes, but the movies that our parents grew up watching mm-hmm. were like mm, incredibly boring. <laughs> yes, you know, like minus like I'm, I know that there's a handful of like good movies like Streetcar Named Desire. I know that that's supposed to be a good movie. I've watched it once or twice. Um, not that into it, but I can get it. Like, I get it. I get it. Sure. Um, so, you know, like, it's a wonderful life. Like, I get it. I I understand the movie. Sure. I understand the sentimental appeal. Not even sentimental appeal. Like, I, I understand the, the, the message the movie is sending. Right. You know, and it is a sweet and, and dear message. It's really lovely. But it's not a movie that we want to watch. Nope. <laughs> we just finished watching an action movie that made us cry. Yes. Like. Okay. And <laughs> we're going to talk about that action movie. We will. But, but, but yeah. There's, there's, there's can still be really good character development and, and growth in, in these films. But I feel like the, the films that our parents watched and then they wanted to share with us when we were younger... We're just wildly boring. Well, they're wildly boring to you, just Me, as right. I find some of the movies that you enjoy wildly boring. <laughs> it's all name relative. One. I can name many. It's all relative. That's true. So That's you true. have to keep that in mind, too. Like, you're just as prejudiced as I am because I am against some of these things that you're you know, bitching about me not wanting the kids to watch with you. And yet you just called every 
childhood movie that your parents watched boring. <laughs> you just oh, you know had what? like all the ones that they grew up with were boring. Did, is it Miracle on 34th Street, 1994? Is that when that came out? No. no. This is, must be a remake. Yeah. No, that is a, those movies are old. Decades I, old. I thought so, but I'm looking at this Miracle on 34th Street since 1994. I'm sure there was a remake. It's like that. I could guarantee there was. girl from that one movie. I don't know. It do, I don't know what you're looking at. So moving on. Okay. okay. So. Yep. So that that's that's kind of where, like, how I feel about certain certain movies, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, like, the 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 movies from the '80s that have like kind of captured our um, imaginations and yes. uh, uh, excitement for the holiday, um, and those are a little different. Yeah, they are. They are. The message is the same regardless, though. It's the same like, all across the, the board. message. Yes, for the all of the holiday films are is the same, yeah. and it's supposed to be magical and beautiful and sweet. And um, but I love the elements from more modern movies that invoke fun as well. So not just the like sweet, sentimental, be good to one another, be kind, you know, reason for the season kind of feel, but the movies that we love that are holiday movies are fun you know i think so that and that to me exciting right and And even if it's even if not exciting necessarily fun yeah and that is the the hook that is the catch that Mm -hmm. that is why we enjoy those movies because like you said even action movies can have like a sentimental pull but it's for me the holiday movies are yes definitely sweet and sentimental but fun so You know, I grew up watching the same ones that you did, um, but a Christmas story, you know, so they're kind of like the big three for me that are from my childhood that have, that evoke lots and lots of good memories. And that would be Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, and Home Alone. Yeah. Um, those movies are must sees. Like mm-hmm. we watch them multiple times throughout the holiday season, yep. and I love them all. Yeah, they're great. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm so my 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 first three that I started with were like early. Yes, we're talking eighties. Mm-hmm. That was um, that I watched that I remember watching. Right, um, and of course, uh, Home Alone. Yes, came out a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that movie. We did not watch Christmas uh, Vacation. Yeah, that uh, was that a little. Might have been a little, a little too racy. A little too racy for my conservative. Sure. Household at yes. that time. Yep. So, Christmas Story was was one of those uh, that we watched and was a constant watch throughout the year. Um, and, you know, I liked I liked that movie. For so many reasons, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and and I feel like at this point, as as an adult, where we can be very self reflective and then like look back on our childhoods, mm-hmm. and and contemplate um, why the, the 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 I don't know you you know what I'm trying to get with here. Uh, we get to contemplate the um, the little things, okay, from our childhood, yeah, yeah, and say okay. 
I, I liked this for this reason, and yes. now I understand a little bit more about yeah, it. Yeah, we've got a little bit more perspective on things. There you go, things. perspective. That's the word I was And so Thank you. I, I'm with you on that. So for me, um, even though we watch it every year, and I think it's TBS that does like a 24-hour marathon of yeah. a Christmas story, and we usually are watching that on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, or Christmas Day, whichever one. I think it's Christmas Day. Anyway, um, I still love that movie, but I don't have to watch that movie like I have to watch Christmas Vacation and Home Alone and now Elf. Yeah. Um, uh, Elf. Elf, Elf is has made it in there. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, hands down. But all of those, you know, to your point, different points in our lives, we need different things, right? And I think that we need different things from movies and from our pop culture at different points in yeah. our lives. Yeah. And so as a child... I wanted from Christmas movies, I wanted that like wonder and awe and joy and magic of Santa Claus. Like, yes. that's what it was all about. It was about Santa yeah. and the magic. Um, as I got a little bit older, it was more about laughing and the fun, like I mentioned earlier, and the joy that it would inspire. And then we became parents and it was more focused on um, introducing our kids to that wonder and awe and joy that yeah. we had as kids. So now that our kids are a little bit older and we do, um, I mean, we've always had fun with our kids, but at these ages at 12 and 14, like we laugh a lot with our kids and we yeah. love sharing like funny things mm-hmm. with them. And so my need from these Christmas movies has shifted at yeah. this point in my life. It's different now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my whole point with the um, talking about, like, how we, we, we reflect on our past and we have different perspective is, you know, one of the things that I really appreciate now in watching a Christmas story is um, Ralphie's imagination. Oh, yeah. Yes. He, he wants his BB gun. Yes. Red Rider. And he has these incredibly vivid daydreams yes where he is saving the town oh man that is so you i know wow you have no idea i i I do yeah um but i never thought of that until right now how you would of course relate to that part of the movie it's definitely it's it's like i used to um in the back of boys life catalogs Mm -hmm. or magazines sorry uh, you would see the ads for the things. Uh, Johnson's 1001 Things You Never Knew Existed. <laughs> um, I think it was Johnson's. And then, of course, they would have ads for uh, home-built helicopters. Yes. And hovercraft. Right. Like, the, they would send you the plans and you could build it. Yes. And I used to daydream about building about a helicopter. That. Of course you did. And I would daydream about flying my little helicopter to school. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that movie, it, it just kind of encapsulates, and not even just encapsulates, but like defines mm-hmm. the dreamer. Yeah. You know, and because Ralphie is a dreamer. Ralphie is a dreamer, as is Russell. Yes. Like, very much so. <laughs> so. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. That makes a whole lot of sense. And and that's one of the reasons I really like that, that mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I can um, see that. So, you know, um, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about so I lived in Germany during like your magical formative years of the, the, the holidays. 
I was ages six, seven, and eight. And I know that many people uh, have chosen and many parents have chosen to just kind of like not do the Christmas thing for their kids. Not sure. do the Santa. Not do the Santa thing. Right. The Santa thing. Sorry. But, but I wanted to mm-hmm. because I felt like, you know, growing up in Germany at those years of my life were um, full of magic. Yes. Because at that age, anything is possible and everything is possible. And for those of you who may not be familiar with Christmas in Germany and in lots of European places, but Germany especially is just pure magic around Christmas time. It is idyllic. It is gorgeous. It is full of magic. I yeah. mean, I cannot imagine being a kid that age, being you, the dreamer that you are, mm-hmm. being surrounded by just total, complete, immersive Christmas magic. Yeah. Like, wow. It was incredible. And so now I get to share my Christmas story. Yes. And I've told it I love to this you a few story. times. I love this story. Um, I may I may pop a little poke a little hole in this and pop a bubble. But at this age I had just started taking Ritalin. Mm-hmm. And I think I took it twice in the morning and in the evening. Okay. So imagine giving a child like a stimulant. A stimulant, yes. And then say go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, that's not easy. I think I was taking it in the evening. I don't recall. Uh, But I do remember being so wildly excited for Christmas. And I don't remember which year this was, but I think it might have been the year I had the, uh, you know, the the slot card track where you put the cars together, you know, the track together. And my parents were amazing about setting up the magic of Christmas. Uh, they, so, all right, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'm in bed, just excited beyond belief. Vibrating in bed because you're so excited. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was snowing um, around that time. Uh, so I'm, we're on the fourth floor of our apartment building and I hear things. And I don't know what time it is because as a six, seven, or eight-year-old, you don't have a clock in your room. Right. And it doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> and R- Neil, my little brother, I, I got the top bunk. Neil has the lower bunk. And I climb down and I sneak into the living room and my heart is racing. And I peek over the couch towards the tree and I see elves bouncing around setting stuff down, doing their thing, and I am terrified. (laughs) I am just heart racing, sweaty hands. I can barely move, and I didn't want to get caught. Right. Thank you, Ritalin. (laughs) So I quietly crawl back to bed, and I climb, and I think, I think I quietly crawled back to bed. I mean, I could have walked to my parents' room and be like, the elves are here. That's what I was you know, going like, to ask. I don't, you... re- I don't remember anything else past seeing. Okay, so you don't know if you talked to your parents about it I don't, at that time. I don't know that I did. And I don't think, because, you know, Santa, Santa's serious, man. Yeah. Like, he'll take that shit away. Oh, yeah. So I think I went back to my bedroom 
mm-hmm. and just laid in bed. Yes. And and thought about, you know, the next morning. Right. And when I woke up, there was my slot car track, and a figure eight. <laughs> like things were set up. Yes. You know, like my parents did it right, and that was really. Fun. You mean the elves did? The it. elves did it right. Yes. <laughs> they nailed it. So that that that's one of these my like my most favorite holiday memories. Oh, I, I know. have, and I love that down. story. I think it's so sweet and cute, and. So I love that we were able to take our children to Germany yeah. for Christmas. What was that, three years ago? It was about three years ago. And um, I really wanted to have them have that magic, but I we know. were well, just... We, they, they did. It was, it was a magical trip. It yeah. absolutely was magical. But they were not like six, seven, eight. You know, they were a little bit older than yeah, that. So, um. But yet it was still magical and beautiful. And we were, because we were still very much into the Santa thing, excuse me, and we wanted to make sure that the kids had that magical experience, we got them whatever gaming system it was. It was Nintendo Switch. Okay. But, you know, we were going to be in Germany. And so we didn't want to bring that to Germany with us because Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be able to use it. So... When we were on our way to the airport, Russell, like, came back into the house. We were outside, everything packed, ready to go. Russell comes back into the house, <laughs> makes sure it's all set up while the kids are outside so they don't see it. And um, we snap a picture and send the picture to, like, one-hour development at, like, Walgreens <laughs> and snag the picture on the way. And I bring that picture with us to Germany and have a letter from Santa so that the kids can open it because they weren't going to have any real presents to open. You know, a couple yeah. little things, mm-hmm. small things, because we were in a different country. And um, so, you know, we have a Christmas tree and everything at in our apartment in Germany, and they open up that letter. Which our dear friend Baron yes. procured for us. It was yes. a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It was wonderful. Um but so the kids open this up, and there's this picture of their switch, and there's a letter from Santa saying, you know, I already set it up for you, so it's ready when you come back. And the kids are so giddy and excited. <laughs> and I look at Stella, our oldest, and they are making this face. And we, when Stella and I have a moment alone, Stella says, Mom, I know that that wasn't from Santa. I recognize your handwriting. I know that Santa isn't real, so I just wanted to let you know. And I was like, okay, how do you feel about that? And Stella was like, fine. I said, okay, just don't tell your brother because he, we got probably this is our last year with him. Yeah, I think it was. It was. But Stella kept that secret and did such a good job. But so it was still magical, though. I mean, it was, fun. It was still really yeah. fun. It was fun. So, so yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ralphie. Yes. His imagination. Love it. And, you know, his dad did a really good job of hiding mm-hmm. his BB gun. Yes. You know, and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like our parents do that to us and like want, want us to continue to have that, um, that awe. Yeah, absolutely. That, to, to continue to dream. They don't, you know. People grow up so fast, right? And uh, and I feel like it's important for us to kind of hold on to that special that part that of our sweetness of childhood. Yeah. Now, 
I completely agree. On the other hand, I also totally understand the parents who never did Santa, Mm -hmm. did the Santa thing, and talk about the holidays in a totally different way. I get that. Like, I completely, totally get and respect that. And I I think I would have been okay if we had decided to go that route as well because – the holidays are about more than Santa, obviously. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's way more about a, a spirit of giving and love. Um, but I completely understand the parents that are like, you know, we don't we don't have a, a fat white man who comes into our house, break and enter, and leave random things under a tree. Like I get that, and I have zero problem with that whatsoever. Um, yeah. So, um. Since we're talking about characters that we relate to in these movies, we got to bring up Christmas Vacation yeah. and Clark Griswold. Oh, I was, I was, I wanted to talk about, if we're going chronologically. We're not going chronologically. Why are we going to go chronologically? Well, I mean, I'm just thinking. Like, we'll be here for six fucking hours no, if we try to go chronologically. No. We're, All right. We're flying by the seat of our pants. Clark. We're going to go where the flow Right. Well, it has taken us to Clark. It has taken us to Clark, a.k.a. Sparky, a.k.a. Russell Heiss. <laughs> <laughs> it is a running joke in our family, as you've already picked up on the fact that my husband is way into the magic and the awe and the wonderment and sharing that with his kids and his family and wanting to make sure that everyone just has a joyful, lovely, wonderful experience. Um that is my husband in a nutshell, and that is Clark Griswold. <laughs> he just wants everybody to have the hap, hap, happiest. <laughs> and it is so Russell because his sweet nature, um, he just wants to make sure that everyone has a good time and has that magical time, sometimes to his detriment because he, he has frequently unrealistic expectations um and as we've already established i'm the balloon popper in the family who Mm. says eh, that's not gonna work um but it's so sweet and it's so wonderful and i am definitely um the uh the person who has to rein it in a little bit but but i love my sparky over there i love (laughs) that that is something that you get so excited about and like want to make sure that it's magical for everyone it's it's lovely and you definitely are clark griswold and it's not just christmas no no oh no that is life in general i i (laughs) that is everything in all experiences i can totally imagine this (laughs) i can totally i can totally picture me going ape shit at wally world just (laughs) like he did One thousand percent. Yes. And I am definitely the um, the wife who's trying to just hold it all together and damage control yeah. <laughs> and deal with it. Um, but nine times out of ten, it works out. So oh, I think so. And even if it doesn't like work out the way that I had hoped, people have a good time. The kids. Yeah. And it's not just people. It's the kids. It's the. I just... You know, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's, I guess every generation feels this way. It's like, you know, our kids are at this age now where it's like, yeah, Roy wants to play video games. Stella wants to draw and and, and 
play games and talk to friends. Mm-hmm. It's that age. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't leave Not us yet. yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Every, I mean, every family goes through that. But, I mean, you've been this way. It's, A, who you are. Yeah. In, in everything. But, you know, one of your biggest uh, joys in life is being a father. Mm-hmm. So you always want to do your best to make sure that your children know how much you love them and you want to make sure that they're getting the most out of their <laughs> childhood. I do. And it's sweet and it's awesome yeah. and I love it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So Sparky. Sparky. Yeah. That's me. You are. You are definitely. Although, to a T. Oh yeah. I, I mean fix the null post. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just chop that shit off. Moving on. What, what did I do with the ice bucket a couple of years ago? Oh my gosh. Yeah. In our refrigerator. Uh huh. I hate ice makers <laughs> in refrigerators. Uh, since you know, if you've listened to the earlier podcast, you know this is what I do for a living as I fix these things. Yes. Uh, not exclusively, but part of it. And I, our ice maker was acting up, and or our ice dispenser was acting up, and I got really pissed off and just took the whole ice bucket out and smashed it on the floor. Sure did. Broke the shit out of it. Yep. And then moving on. Moving on. And Sparky was fine then. Yeah. Uh, you also have more than once hidden presents so well from me <laughs> that we don't find them until Mother's Day. That has happened more than once. I'm like, what the fuck? You are Clark Griswold. You're like, oh, wait, what is it? Oh, wait, this is supposed to be your Christmas present. <laughs> it's like shoved up in the attic somewhere. I know, usually it's on the bookshelf. Or on the bookshelf or on top of the cabinets or the mm-hmm. fridge. Yeah. Hysterical. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, That's Sparky. true. It is. It is so true. Um, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, out of the the Christmas movie, the holiday movies, Christmas movies, you know, there's the, the new breed, the new batch of movies that have become classics in our family. And obviously Elf, you know, I mean, that's not uh, like brand new, yeah. but that is on the, the newer end of I think that's a classic movies. in almost everybody's It is definitely family. a classic. Um, but we have recently, um, I guess it was two years ago that The Christmas Chronicles came out. It's a Netflix movie. Kurt Russell. With Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn instant hit in our house so 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 good if you have not seen it highly recommend watching it it is just lovely and it's 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 got that it's so it has magic and it's joyful and fun and still has a great message but it's like modern and like it's great and then the second one they did a second which Mm -hmm. i also really really like not as much as the first but it's still good and i mean kurt russell and goldie hawn like come on who doesn't love them so also kurt russell is a, a man who started filming and, and acting when the TVs were black and white. Yeah, but I don't watch him in any black and white movies. You know, I don't do black he and white. He was in, uh, 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 what's that? Um, I have no idea what you're about to say. The Nutty Professor? What? Or is not The Nutty Professor, the, um, the Absent-Minded Professor. He was? He wa- I think he was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Okay, I have no clue. I cannot verify. We'll have to do a Google. You know, they did we'll a remake a with uh, Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, but I thought that that was... Um, no, that wasn't Kurt Russell. Well, not, not Robin Williams. 
one. No, but... the first one was not the the first version was why I can see the dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, Kurt Russell was in it. Okay. Anyway, off topic. Off topic. Well, no. he's a handsome guy. Okay, yes, but what does that have to do with Okay. He was. He was in the original okay. absent minded professor. Wonderful. Love that it. is fantastic. Yep. So anyway. Kurt Russell, Cody Hawn, Christmas Chronicles are rain sparky back in over there. Um, and, okay, we have to touch on this on this topic, too. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Whoa. Is it yes or no? Okay, well, so Die Hard was a... Uh, we just rewatched this recently. We did a marathon, actually. Was it, what was Die... Well, yeah, we kind of did. Yeah. Um, it was great. Oh I love Die Hard. So, <clears throat> really interesting... Uh, as it, I started making a list, and then I just went to Google, um, <laughs> and, and it's like holiday movie guide, and uh, so there's there's lots of these. I think it's it's counting down, um, and I did not know that Harold and Kumar did a Christmas. Oh special. Lord, have mercy! It's no, on this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Seth Rogen mm-hmm. did one called The Night Before. Okay. We're going to have to watch that. Um, know that. I feel like we've seen that. Okay, so where are you going with this? What about... Well, I'm just going down the list here. What list? This list. This of... list. Uh, a holiday Christmas movies. Okay, well, you didn't clarify what list. You just went from, like, Die Hard to... I was looking up this list, and I had no fucking clue what you are talking about. It's a Christmas list. Okay, a list of Christmas movies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Batman Returns, 1992. <laughs> Okay, so I do subscribe to the notion that just because a movie was set around Christmas time does not make it a Christmas movie, but I think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> well, but that's where I was going with this. Uh-huh. Is Die Hard is on this list. Okay, uh, well, it should be. It's number 12. It should be. It it's totally number should. 12. I think Die Hard has only made it to number 12 because of the controversy around it, where more people are like, um, yeah, I got to check this out. I got to see if it's a Christmas I, movie. I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> no, that was a classic. I, I'm like 30% it's a Christmas movie. I don't really, it's not, it's, you know, I think Gremlins is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. Okay, I disagree. Well, no, actually, no, no. I take it back. I agree. I agree with you on that. Great. There's far more Christmas stuff happening yeah. in Gremlins right. than Die Hard. Okay. All right. So. Die Hard happened at Christmas. Right. So, but um, the whole premise of Gremlins is that he was a Christmas gift. He was a Christmas gift. And there's Christmas displays. Yeah. And there's, like, all the holiday stuff around it. Yes. Okay, fine. You know, Die Hard is just this, like, you know, but it's happening around the holidays. Yeah, but it's about a, a Christmas party. That's the scene where it's set. Yeah, but they're not really doing anything else Christmassy. Sure, he's saving the world. He's trying to get back all to right. his wife. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, so. Yes. All right. So we got to back up just hair. Okay. Um, with uh, uh, Home Alone. Oh. Okay. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about Home okay. Alone. Okay. I think. Um, how old is Macaulay Culkin now? Oh, he's not too much younger than us. Culkin. Let's see. Check this out. Um. He's forty-one. All right, so he's two years younger than younger me. than you. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, he, you know when 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 uh, when Home Alone came out, I was I was the wild kid, probably. 
Yes. Still, still a little wild. Yes. Um, Macaulay Culkin was a little bit younger, and so I, I related to him. Yeah, Because definitely. I felt like, uh, you know, in, in that movie, you felt like you weren't. He he felt like he wasn't being listened to, and he yes. wanted to be lonely, and so he made this wish, and the wish right. happened. Uh, oh, shit. What'd you forget? Well, so Josh sent me this uh, thing that I have not yet read. I started on it, and it's called um, In Home Alone, Old Man Marley is actually Kevin from the future. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a sci-fi movie. Interesting. Um, and it's it's just a few paragraphs about the, uh, the, the, the supporting uh, yeah. argument there. And I'm really excited to read it. Okay. So it, it's a Reddit uh, thing. So if you just search in Home Alone, Old Man Marley is actually Kevin from the future. Okay, I like that idea. Um, so yeah, Kevin wasn't being listened to. I it no, he wasn't. pisses me off yeah. every time we watch it. His family is a bunch of turds, and they treat him like shit. They do, and it makes me so mad. And, and so I felt like he was instantly relatable. Yes, because of and I think a, a child every of kid. ADHD. Yes, definitely. But I think any kid watching that is going to relate to Kevin. Because every kid, whether it's true or not, feels like they are being ignored, not being listened to, their parents suck, yada, 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 Mm -hmm. at some point. Um, And, you know, I, (laughs) I always get angry and upset and feel really bad for him. Yeah, he it's it's really frustrating how he kind of gets shit on yeah. uh, for for most of that um yes the beginning of that right. movie but that is a movie that yeah the message is about being with your family yada yada <laughs> but to me that movie is so much more about um about the fun that comes along with um with that time of year and I feel like there are so many other important lessons that come out of that movie. You know, his family gets back to him on Christmas Day, and everything's fine, and he's okay, and his mom missed him, and they apologize. But I don't know. That's kind of like the the subplot, if you will. The, you know, the more interesting, fun plot is Kevin fucking shit up. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, handling himself better than even he thought he could. And I love it. Yeah. I love, love, love it. It's so much fun. I think that is every kid's dream. Yes. You know, that, 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 that they can hold their own against the bad guy. Oh, yeah. So it really... With micro-machines and broken Christmas ornaments. That's right. I love it. <laughs> so then, then comes Long Home Alone 2, which I think is a perfect, perfect... I, it is hard to tell which yeah. one you like more. Yeah. They are both just done so well. And you know what? I would dare say that the second one is a better Christmas movie. Yes, Yes. Totally. Yes. Because it of the uh feels more the, in the New bird York lady. and the bird lady and mm-hmm. um I, you know, the toy store and yeah. all of that just evokes a lot more of that sentimentality, I think, than the first one does. There's something special about Christmas in New York. Mm. Um and I don't Absolutely. It's it's hard to Hard to define it. And I think that's one of the reasons we like Elf so much. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, you know, I know we've 
already tossed this word around a hundred times, but Christmas in New York is pretty magical. It is. You know, we've been there, um, not for Christmas, the actual day, but we've been there around Christmas time with the kids. Yeah. And it was their first time going to New York, actually. And, oh my gosh, Christmas in New York is absolutely magical. Yeah. There's just something in the air. It, it feels wonderful, and it's beautiful, and the window displays and Rockefeller Center and, you know. The garbage use is not as strong. <gasps> Ew. Um, and even though FAO Schwartz is closed down now, you know, I'm so glad we got to take the kids yep. there for them to see. But even, like, the Lego store and, I mean, just everything. Everything. Uh, New York is a magical place in the first place. Uh, True that. Now that there are dispensaries in New York, <laughs> you can walk around stronger. and smell garbage juice and pot. Woohoo! <laughs> Uh, yes, that is true. All right. But, so, yeah, Home Alone. But Home Alone 2 is a better Christmas movie. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Uh, love it. Uh, I love uh, just watching those guys get fucked up. It's so funny. It's, it's it, it still makes me laugh to this day, and we watch it at least twice a season. Oh, yeah. And I think just a few months ago, Roy wanted to watch uh, Home Alone 1. I mean, I, I think it's it's time to start. I mean, my family loves to make fun of me for the fact that I always want to do the Christmas stuff early. I am definitely not a put decorations up right after Halloween kind of person. But I am the person who wants to decorate the day after Thanksgiving. Black Friday is traditionally a day that we put the tree up mm-hmm. and put the decorations out because I want to celebrate that shit for a good month. Well, I love it. I'm okay with that. Yes. It's the decorating before that I'm yeah. not no, 100% into. I am totally fine waiting until after Thanksgiving. I'm not trying to skip anything. Don't at me. Like, I love Thanksgiving. Trust me. I love Thanksgiving. But um, I love decorating for the holidays. It's beautiful. It's and fun. it makes me happy. And it feels good. It is It is really enjoyable. Yep. Um, so... I'm actually, we're talking about New York. This is a great time to talk about another one of my favorite holiday movies, Scrooged. Oh, yes, Scrooged. Love Scrooged. It's so good. And I think Scrooged was one of these um, movies in which has helped me understand just another aspect of Christmas or the holidays. Okay. And that's like redemption or forgiveness. Oh, yeah. Or even... like starting over because we're so close to the new year, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, um, oh, what's his name? I'm so blessed. I didn't do any research and my mind is like, <laughs> I can't remember the actor's name, but Bill Murray, yeah. not the actor, but the, the, the character's name. Love that movie. Oh it, yeah. It is one of these like, what movies? Yeah. And Bill Murray, as he always does, um, nails it for sure. Yeah. Uh, that is 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 just one of those. He does. He nails it in such a way. Yep. That you're you, if you have not seen Scrooged, like I will buy it for you. <laughs> you can. They can easily find it and watch it. His name is um Frank Cross. That's right, Frank Cross. Um yeah, so redemption story for sure, and it's such a great modern take on a Christmas Carol. Yeah. You know, I love um, it. Um, and. It's, again, so relatable and so well done. Mm-hmm. And um, watching the evolution of that character from, well, just like in A Christmas Carol, watching, you know, the young character 
who starts out idealistic and happy and lovely turn into this bitter, you know, gross, like angry, mean, selfish person. And then full circle, you know, come back to being a kind and loving person again. What else do you need for the holidays? Like that is a perfect redemption arc story. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, it's really good. It's really funny as hell, too. It's so funny. It is. Bill Murray, I don't know that there's a role I don't like him in. Yeah, no, I can't think of any. (laughs) He he just he gets those yeah. those those he, he 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 plays that character yeah he he makes so it so well his own and i'm like is he even acting i don't know i think that's just <laughs> i think it's just him um yeah i adore him as well and i had forgotten about that one so yay i'm glad you brought that up yeah screwed. such a good one so we're we're kind of talking a little bit about like uh, modern classics now mm-hmm. um and last year they released uh, a movie that I feel like will make its way into the rotation. Jingle Jangle. <gasps> Jingle Jangle was really good. I watched that like three times We did, and I'm looking forward to watching that again. And I mean, I got to say, Netflix is killing it yeah. on some of the Christmas movies. They're doing movies. great. And there was Klaus, yes. the animated. Klaus is great, too. Yes. Uh, animated version. So all these that we're throwing out, if they're on Netflix. If you have not watched them, go watch them. They're so good. Um, another classic in our family that is more modern is um, Rise of the Guardians. Yeah. Now, that's been out for several years now. Um, well, more and, than several. It's been out for a, a little bit now. But That's that, a holiday movie that kind of fits into several different holidays. Yeah, it touches on all the holidays. Christmas, Easter, um, uh, Halloween? Do they talk about trick-or-treating? But its its main focus is Christmas, Christmas and Easter, right? Because they're trying to save holidays. New beginnings with Easter, yes, and and then Christmas, the the awe and wonder of Christmas, yes. Um, fantastic movie, yeah, like really great. Oh, which then reminds me of the Polar Express. Oh, how could we forget that? <laughs> oh my gosh. We've like been to see that on the IMAX dome at the Science yeah. Museum, which is such a cool thing. Our kids are too old to do that now. Well, you yeah, know what? No, I bet I you they would still do it. I bet you they'd still so, do it. All right, look, that movie is um it's got a lot of shit because like There's a lot going on. That well, movie. there's a lot going on. The animation is pretty early, but yeah. I remember when you and I were dating, I got that movie. I either downloaded it or I bought it. I don't remember which. And I had a big screen TV. Yes. And I would get drunk. Yes. And I would sit in front of it as close as I could. Yes. And I loved watching that movie. It's great. I was I know in that... my like mid twenties when I did this. Well, and the animation's a little weird in it, but I like it. I like that yeah, kind of weird and, and animation. And that Tom Hanks plays like almost every character. Almost every role. He's so good. It is such a good movie. It, it it's if you can lay aside some of the animation wonkiness, and the fact that Tom Hanks plays every role and you know it. So what? It's a movie it about is, like hope. It it's is. It's a movie about dreaming, and it's a movie about like believing. And the ki- yes, and the kids, the kid characters in that yes. are really great and well developed and um and just sweet and lovely and yeah. yeah. We like that it. one a lot. Yeah, that's a great one. That's hands down one of my favorites. I'm ready to start watching Christmas movies. Yeah, we can't do it until I know. Thursday. But I wanna. We can do it Thursday. Okay, fine. Thursday. It's happening Thursday. 
Um, so uh, <laughs> I, I know that you don't particularly care much about this one, but the Santa Claus. Oh, I do love. Th- what are you talking about? I love those movies. Really? With like, with Tim like What's I his face? Much, yeah. No. Tim What's his face? That was his redemption. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. That um, was his redemption like role. No, I love those movies. Okay. I think they're great. They are super they did, fun. What did they now, do? Like three in a row. Yeah. He he Tim Allen annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like as a person and an actor. He <laughs> yeah, like blah. whatever he does that like that stupid, you know, <laughs> tool time show he had sitcom back in the day or whatever. Like Yeah, that was not that entertaining. No, no, it wasn't, but he plays this role as Santa Claus. He starts out playing it just like he played the role in that sitcom, which annoys the fuck out of me. However, the story itself is good. And then as the story progresses and he is learning and growing, it's great. And then when he becomes Santa Claus and fully embraces that, no, it's funny and fun. And um, I I like all of those. Okay, good. Yeah. I I wasn't sure because, like, I feel like when I turned it on, um, it was, I I guess maybe there there are other ones to have to watch. It's more of a, a background Movie. movie for me like i will totally sit yeah. down and watch it but you know if elf is on i'm like everybody shut the fuck up because i need to hear all the words and everyone shh. buddy the elf what's your favorite color that's right i love that movie so we, we quote so that movie a ridiculous round. amount we that is such a quotable movie it is insane i think the love story arc there between he and yes. zoe deschanel yes him she and Jovi. was she was wonderful in this movie and, she was you know I know that a lot of people give her shit about her her voice and how she sings. Oh no, that's nasally. just me that gives her shit. <laughs> no, no, you're not the only one. Um, I, 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 like she got together with, uh, oh, what was that? She and she and him. She and him. Yeah. Yeah. So her voice. That was a great. In in this movie, her voice does not annoy me. Her musical recordings outside of this movie annoy me. She's not quite as nasally and in Elf as she is in you know, general. I think you're right. I know I'm right. Anyway, I loved the love story arc. It's and, really cute and, and, and sweet. Yes. Yeah. And the I mean the whole story is great. Um we quote that. We quote Christmas vacation a ton. I mean yeah. we have pajamas that say why is the floor wet, Todd? I, I don't, don't know Margot. Yep, we have them. That's uh-huh. right. Uh, we are Todd and Margot. Um except not at all. <laughs> but that's just <laughs> funny. Um, and that's kind of a, um, a marker for me. If we love a movie so much that it becomes part of our daily vernacular, you know, quotes from mm-hmm. the movie, that's a good sign. Yeah. That is a really good sign. All right. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. N- here's yeah. my gripe. Okay. It's not a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a Christmas movie. I disagree on both statements. It is a Halloween and Christmas movie. I know. And I'm... I'm I'm the nightmare before Christmas out. Um, that's cool. There's a couch out here that you can sleep on because it's really comfortable. <laughs> I've napped on it. <laughs> no, I would not kick you out. <laughs> However, um, I adore everything about that movie, and I understand it can it can be a little played out. Yeah. I get it. I totally well, I, get it. I think only because it fits into both holidays that it gets played once two three times and around halloween and then six weeks later it's well we don't really watch it at christmas time for us we watch it around halloween you're right we do 
And Stella is huge yes. fan of yep. that movie. And I love that they love that movie so much. Yeah, it's fun. Um, okay, let's talk about the Grinch because there are many incarnations of the Grinch. And we mentioned it briefly earlier. Okay, love classic Dr. Seuss animated old school Grinch. Love it. It's great. It's awesome. And I then will they just never get... did it twice. Yes. So, so we had the Jim Carrey version. And which gets a lot of flack, but really? yeah. Thought... Okay. Yeah, I, I think this is this is where I think I differ. Okay. Than like the people who are anti certain things. Okay. I love the I love it all. Right. I'm willing to give things multiple chances. Yes, you are. And 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 I think that because I'm willing to open my my mind up a little bit more, <clears throat> I have an opportunity to enjoy a little bit more. Well, here's my take on that. Um i.e. DC Cab. Uh, fuck off. No, it's a terrible movie in every every <laughs> Definition. It is a terrible movie. Okay, so the Jim Carrey Grinch saw it in theaters when it came out mm. with my mom, mm. who is a huge Grinch fan. Uh, yes. Um, huge. I love it. I think it is funny and stupid and stupid funny and Christmassy, and I love all the characters. And I do not need, like, it always cracks me up when we see something on with a, a bad rating or a bad review, like oh, 37 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's a movie that we love. <clears throat> a, I don't give a fuck what the critics think. B, I don't need for my movies to be quality cinema in order for me to think it's a good movie. That's how I feel. I know. That's where Quick we silver. agree. <sighs> Stop. Also, no thank you. Um, I don't need it to be like, oh my gosh, it was so well done. Did it make me laugh? Did it make me cry? Did it make me feel things? Did I enjoy it? Did I have a good time watching it? Would I watch it again? And yeah. every single time, yes, on The Grinch. I even like the stupid new animated version that is a completely different story. With Benedict with Cumbersnatch. Grinch. Yes, with Brenda Dirk Crumplesnatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, still love that one think it's adorable the kid who plays the character of cindy lou who in that is adorable yeah the mission to catch santa claus so that she can get something nice for her mother are you kidding me mm -hmm. hook line and sinker i'm in done absolutely done i think it's great so give me the grinch in all of its incarnations i'm here for it yeah let's see here we've got uh the grinch how the grinch stole christmas with jim carrey released in 2000 wow 2000 yep Saw it in the theaters. Uh, rating 6.2 out of 10. This is on IMDb. Okay. And its popularity is up right now, apparently. Um, I want to watch it now. I know, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Thursday. That's all that's going to be on Thursday, <clears throat> Christmas right. movies. So we've talked about <laughs> a lot of the classics. Yes, yes. Um, and and the even new some classics. new classics. The new classics, yes. I'm, so I get a kick out of... Uh, so the new, the new Netflix wave of holiday movies that a, I'm watching, it's like, <laughs> it's like a, a step above Hallmark, right? Christmas, a, a, a half step above, right? So Chas is sitting here watching like a new holiday movie, and she's like, "All right, look, it's 15 minutes before this is, 
this is over, and then you can turn on Star Trek or whatever. Okay. Again, let me just back up a little bit. So I'm assuming you guys know about Hallmark Christmas movies or Hallmark movies in general. Super cheese balls, super sappy. I don't watch the Hallmark channel. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm against it. I just don't think to. I don't think we have it. Okay, it. but whatever. Netflix recently has been releasing all of their versions of this kind of, you know, tried and true girl moves away, buys a mint farm, meets a big lawyer. They have to reconcile, blah, 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 save someone's mom, and then they fall in love and get married. Okay, great. Whatever. Live happily ever after. I'm a sucker for a love story. Totally. Mm -hmm. So you give me a love story set in a Christmas movie, I'm gonna watch it. So I have gone through... (laughs) By myself, because the kids don't want to watch it, obviously, and they make fun of me for doing it. Russell comes in and makes fun of me for doing it. Good-naturedly, not not in a bad way, but I have seen, like, three Christmas movies on Netflix that are yes. all the same love story recently. And, and, out of and those, I love them. Out of those three, I walked in <laughs> on your last 15 minutes yes. and said, oh, wait, what's this? And so you have to pause the movie yes. and catch me up on the last hour and a half. Right. Briefly. Um, <laughs> because I don't want to stop too long because I'm into the movie. In all fairness, I'm coming in at the best part. Yeah, you're coming in at the payoff. You're coming in at the money shot. That's right. So that's fine. But let's be clear. He's into it. Oh, yeah. He wants to know because I'm a sucker for a love story, but Russell is a huge sucker for a love oh, story. Yeah. His you've favorite movie mail. is You've Got Mail. <laughs> Not favorite, my favorite Bullshit. rom-com. Okay, fine. Your favorite, the fact that you have several rom-coms that you love <laughs> and that You've Got Mail is number one oh should gosh. tell our listeners what they need to know. I love Matt Ryan. <laughs> and Tom Understood. Hanks is no slouch. Oh, Tom Hanks is amazing. Going on a date with him in a heartbeat? In a heartbeat. Absolutely. I, I would... that I'd make out with him. <laughs> it's I'm... okay. But... So when he comes in the last 15 minutes of this movie and I like pause really quickly and I'm like frantically catching him up real quick. And then this is, this is, this is, okay, now shut up so I can finish watching. I'm like, shh, just be quiet. And because I want to finish watching it again, we are living in a fucked up world right now. There is so much strife and angst and horrible, awful things that we all deal with on a daily basis. So if I want to cheese out and watch a totally predictable, completely harmless, sweet love story that is set at a candy cane fucking farm, then I'm going to do it because it makes me happy and it makes me feel good. Yeah. And I love it. Yep. I love it. Uh, which leads me to uh, two movies. I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to finish on one here, okay. but I've got to talk a little bit about Love Actually. Okay. You don't like that movie. Nope. And I can't remember if I like it or not because you won't let me watch it with you. <laughs> okay. You know what? We should rewatch it together so you can understand. Because who is in it that you don't like? No, it's not the people that are in it at all. I like all. That's the shitty thing about that shitty fucking movie. Sorry. Bear with me <laughs> while I go on a rant. That movie is full of amazing actors that I adore. Alan Rickman is in that fucking movie. That's right. Bill Nighy is in that movie. Yes. I love them. Love. Yeah. Um, it is full of wonderful, wonderful actors and actresses 
However, that movie is so stereotypically toxic relationship filled yeah. that I can't deal. None of the relationships in that movie are healthy right, because relationships. Aren't they like cheating on each other and all this there's other weird cheating, stuff? There's cheating. There's lying. Yeah, I don't like that. There's toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. There's sexism. There's like, it is just, and all under this like guise of romance and, you know, of romantic relationships. I'm like, fuck all y'all. None of this is romantic. None of it is healthy. And so the psychologist in me is like, no, all right, absolutely not. We're gonna review this movie. Okay, all right. I want to, re- I want yeah. to review this movie. Definitely. Let's do a couple throughout the. Let's do like a thirty-minute review. Okay. Of a movie. Done. And I want to know a psychologist perspective on it, and I'll give you the layman's lovesick story, or I'm- not story, but. Uh, Perspective. Perspective. Okay, absolutely. Good. Have your notebook handy and be ready for me to pause the movie a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Cool. All right. We're gonna end on uh, on a great one, but before we do, uh huh. Before we do, yes. This is related to a Christmas story. Okay. And it has nothing to do with Christmas. Okay. Ollie Hop Noodles, Haven of Bliss. Which I've never seen. I tried to show it to you once. Yeah, and I wasn't into it. Yeah, I know. We'll try again. Let's let's do it again. Okay. This cool. was one of those like weird Disney movies written by the same author. Right. It's the same author as same the actors. Story. Okay. It's the same storyline. Okay, so same universe. Same universe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's right. just that summer or yeah. whatever. And I just I, you know, sometimes you just have to be in the right mood mm-hmm. for a movie. So yes, we'll Oh, we'll it's a wonderfully it. bad movie. Okay. But I, it's you know like, what? I'm I'm in. I'll try it. Yeah, it's gotta totally try it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. All right. We're gonna let, let's end this on one of our favorite okay. holiday movies. You know what it is. Come on. Uh, We've listed like all of our favorites. Which one? What am I missing? We got one that's on our watch list that we're going to watch next Saturday. What? The Holiday. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We talked about this right before we started the podcast. Uh-huh. The Holiday, you guys. Jack Black. Oh. Jacqueline, what's her face? <laughs> okay, so running joke. <laughs> Uh, Cameron Diaz, who I love, reminds me so much of one of my best friends, Jacqueline, that it is scary. Um, slightly in the way that they look, but mostly in their goofy personality. Mm-hmm. Love Cameron Diaz because to me, she is Jacqueline. So, yes, this movie, Jack Black, um, Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, and sexy, sexy, sexy. Jude Law. Jude Law. Oh yeah, he's Good handsome. Lord, oh my have gosh, mercy. I would snuggle with him. Yep, I'd snuggle with him too. He could, he could be the big spoon. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that movie, love story, Christmas story, redemption story. They, there's so much character growth in all four of them. It's so sweet. And, and I feel like it's an appropriate. Yeah. Movie in terms of relationships. Yes. So, so they contrast don't cheat that. on each other. Yes. Contrast they... that with love, actually. Ugh. Right. Well, I, I need. <laughs> let's. All right. We're going to watch it tonight. Love, actually? Yeah. We're going to watch it. Uh, it's not a Christmas movie. We're watching it. Whatever. Is it not a Christmas movie? I, I mean, it's on my list here. It's categorized as one. I say fuck that. So, anyway. All right. Fine. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, so um, I I am I am such a sucker for a rom com. Yep, 
And uh, this movie here. Oh, it's so great. It's a really good movie. It's got so many good story arcs. It it's got really so many, does. It's got like so many good storylines. And it does have so many storylines that are, um, that like bridge the gap between ages as well. Yeah. Because there's a storyline with Jude Law, who is a single father. So it's that like loving oh my father. Gosh. And child. those little girls are I so could adorable. Eat them. They're so precious. Yeah. So there's that story. There's the sibling relationship with Jude Law and Kate Winslet. There's the love story. There's the older mentor story. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just so all of the subplots and all of the storylines in that movie are so well done. And I think it is I don't know what it gets rated. I don't know what other people think of it because I don't really care. But I'm guessing it's probably severely underappreciated. It is an excellent movie. Oh shit. Um yeah, I think you are correct. And what's all right. <clears throat> What did you look up their rating? I did, I did, and this is only on IMDb, okay, so like I'm right. not looking Tell up me. Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Right, the holiday is six point nine, which is what uh, what were we just looking at? Love Actually, no. Before that, like I was looking up. Oh, uh, I forget. It, it was the Grinch. Right, 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 right. Somewhere like six something, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, and and interesting to note here, uh, as I'm looking these up, is um, so the writer and director of the holiday. Is a woman named Nancy Myers. Okay. The writer and director of Love Actually is Richard Curtis. Well, you know what I'm going to say about that bullshit. I mean... I'm just going to say. Like, I mean, anybody out there who knows me knows exactly where I'm going with that. The love story that rings true and is healthy was written by a woman... The one that is fucking toxic and unhealthy is written by a man. Don't not all men at me either because <laughs> we are not going there. Um, yeah. I think the irony here is like. No, no there's no. It's, it's not even irony. Uh, accuracy. <laughs> accuracy. Yeah. The. Uh, the, the uh, I can't think of words to, to put it, but. Yeah, it's um, mm-hmm. it's really fascinating. Yep. To 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 see that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if Nancy Myers has done any more stuff. I don't but... know, but we need to find out because she made a damn fine film. Oh, she did Jack, Jack and Diane with uh, Nick. Um, you know, um, your favorite scary book movie, Stephen <laughs> King with the axe and the hears. Jack Nicholson, honey. Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. I was just going to let you struggle there for a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and Diane uh, Keaton. Yeah, 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 I remember Which that one. Which we've been, uh, I don't know that I've seen it. I okay, it. so anyway, y'all, Christmas movies. We hope that, or holiday movies, whatever. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this. We were curled up here with some drinks. We hope that you were curled up with some eggnog or something like that or or not because that stuff is gross but you know your beverage of choice i like eggnog um of course you do um yeah so let us know what you think let us know if you have any feedback about your holiday movies and how they help you cope with the what could be the stress of the season we didn't really talk about the coping but i think we talked about like the no but we talked about their 
existential they, aspects of it. Sure. We talked we about their, their import and their impact yeah. mm-hmm. in and on our lives, which is yeah. how we fucking deal. That's how we deal. Yep. Thank you so, all so yep. much. Thanks. Um, yeah, stay tuned for the next one. Yeah, I think it's going to be about music. Oh, yeah. Uh, my buddy Adam came awesome. over yesterday. We recorded an episode. The next next uh, episode is about um, uh, great albums A to Z or perfect albums A to Z. So from track one to the last, uh, what was your favorite um, and what's our favorites? So. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. See ya. Bye.